0: Hello, welcome to the Mind Workout Gym podcast. This podcast is about understanding how the mind works and how you can maximize your mind on a daily basis. Every day we meet, we shall be looking at the various aspects of how the mind works. We'll discuss the interface between the mind, the spirit and the body. The three components that make you you. I am your host, Dr. Nona Joyce Adeke. I work as a consultant psychiatrist. I'm also a lay preacher. So join me in this incredible journey of workouts, maximizing your mind, engaging the Word of God. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be tuning in on this podcast, the Mind Workout Gym podcast. You're welcome again. I am your host, Dr. Nona Joyce Sadecki, consultant psychiatrist and lay preacher, and also a recent author. So you are welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about um, CBT. For short, it's called Cognitive Behavioural Therapy and how we're going to use this within the Mind Workout Gym Framework to help you enjoy the benefits of CBT. Not only enjoy the benefits, but also explore the interface of how the Word of God comes in relevant here. Okay, so what is Cognitive Behavioural Therapy? It is an active, structured, and time-limited form of uh, therapy working primarily on problems in the here and now. It explores how the thoughts are connected with your feelings, with your emotions, and subsequently your behavior. So there is a link between your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and your actions. And if you put that and the four, at the four ends of a cross for example, and then draw a line you know right across this and then in the middle across, you'll find that there is a flow. The arrows should be going from one to the other. There is a flow right through from the thoughts to the feelings and emotions and down to the actions, the behavior. I will explain when I give um, illustrations later. Of how these manifest in everyday life. Okay? Now, the scripture we're going to be looking at, we're going to look at a few scriptures actually, but the first of these is from 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5, and I'll read from the New Living Translation version. It reads We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God, we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Now, this form of intervention, I want to just hold that thought on one hand, we'll come back to it later, that particular scripture. If you can open to it and read it in various versions of the Bible, it will be helpful at this point. Okay, keep that thought, hold the thought for a moment. I want to tell you a little bit more about CBT. A gentleman known as Anthony Beck in 1976-1979 proposed that our thoughts, which are referred to as cognitions, were not only a manifestational symptom of depression, but more importantly, that thoughts contributed significantly in maintaining the depressive disorder. Now, he also observed that persons with depression expressed typical negative views of themselves, of other people, and the future. This he described as the negative cognitive triad, which will be explored in more depth when we look at this in the mind workout gym on depression, which will be released soon. Ms. Beck's further described a model that separated out the thoughts of the individual into different levels please note this there is a superficial layer of thought, which is known as a cognition and this is the automatic thoughts this is a stream of thoughts that pass into your consciousness throughout the day they often relate to everyday mundane things but occasionally they have a content that evokes a set of significance um, emotion. It tends to, you know, trigger an emotion. At a more deeper level, Bex added that we all have rules or assumptions that we hold about the world that stems from our unique life experiences. You and I may have the same background, but through life, we all have different experiences. And the meaning we ask, we attach or associate with these experiences determine the kind of emotions that we that are evoked in us from those experiences. I don't know if you get that drift. Okay, hold the thought for one moment. I'll continue so I don't lose my train of thoughts. So If you are slim and and beautiful, then you will find a partner. That's the kind of general thought. Oh, well, if I'm slim and beautiful, I'll find, you know, a handsome young man. Or some people may have this thought, or if I work very hard, then I will be rewarded at the end. These are usually ifs and then expressed statements. So if I did this, then this will happen that kind of thing. So when an individual suffers with depression, for example, their rules are somewhat skewed such that they tend to, by default, use unhelpful rules that influence their moment-by-moment thinking. This pattern of thinking is what is referred to as dysfunctional assumptions, which then progress to produce negative automatic thoughts, N-A-T. If you are taking down notes, I want you to note some of these things because I'm going to be mentioning them very frequently as we go along. These assumptions and negative automatic thoughts exist in every one of us and we never really question their accuracy or even explore their origin. They kind of run at the background of our everyday life, you know? Bex described another deepest layer of thought which he referred to as core beliefs. He says core beliefs are schemas. They can be positive or negative and they can lie dormant depending on what is happening in our lives at any point in time. For example, even when we suffer some form of perceived loss. You lose a dog or you lose a loved one or you lose your marriage in divorce, for example. And subsequently, we, we have a depressive reaction, which is normal. We tend to activate the negative core beliefs. These are usually expressed as short, unconditional terms. For example, I'm unlovable. Following a divorce, for example, say, "Oh, I'm unlovable." So Beck's model of depression was based on multiple clinical observations of people who suffered with depression. Now, epigenetics research reveal that our lifestyle and environment can transform the way our genes are expressed. So even at the scientific level as such, the Word of God also directs that our minds, our thoughts can be transformed to conform to the will and purposes of God by God's inspired and written Word such as in scriptures. Now, do you remember the scripture I referred to earlier on from, you know, 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5? If you can just go back and read that, that will give you a little bit of an idea of where I'm going. So just follow through with me. I hope you're still with me out there. Okay, so we're talking about what the Word of God says in the light of what science has shown from observations of people who have suffered with various mental disorders. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. That is another scripture I want us to, you know, closely look at. If you can, please open your Bibles to Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. The essence of that scripture says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewal of your mind. And this is a focus in the mind workout gym. How do you renew your mind? the Word of God talks about things like this, it makes any believer to pause and wonder. So there are scriptures in the Bible that actually describe how our thoughts should be or the nature of the kind of thoughts we should hold in our minds. I would say, yes, yes. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8 is another scripture that I want you to go and look at because that is going to form the gold standard by which we shall measure our thoughts. The gold standard for measuring your thoughts. If your thoughts are not as stated there of good report or virtue, then you need to be querying or questioning those thoughts. You will need to go and look at, you know, Philippians chapter four and verse eight. Well, let me come back to what I was saying earlier on. So God's scriptures, the scriptures in the Bible, I always call them the owner's manual, contains relevant information as to how we should manage our thoughts. I once heard that the Bible has a, an acronym, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. It is so true. There are but a few of the evidence base about our thoughts and their ability to make us who we are, as alluded in Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. As a man thinketh in his mind, so is he. So the kind of thoughts you bear in your mind on a daily basis actually begin to reflect on who you become. And that is why it's very, very important. And like I was saying earlier on, CBT explores how the thoughts are connected to the feelings, to the, to the, to the, to the emotions, and then to your behavior. At every level of thought described by Anthony Becks. There are scriptures that can alter and change the template from which we think, the template from which we feel, the template from which we experience our emotions. And as such, have our behavior. And there are techniques that we shall explore that will enable us to alter these levels of thoughts using material from the word of God. We have tried it in a pilot study um, in um, in the Mind Workout gym, which is which I call a Christian model of the CBT model. It worked really well. There were a lot of um, testimonials, phenomenal actually, and um, and and um, the outcome of that led to me you know putting some of that uh, of of the happenings in in a book i'm going to be writing a lot much more later on but coming back to this cbt so it's a way it worked to help change lives of people who had dysfunctional lifestyles as a direct result of their thinking processes likewise in people who had diagnosable mental disorders like anxiety disorder, depression of moderate and um, of, of, of mild to moderate severity, we discovered that the mind workout team and the principles that we thought were very effective. And not only were they effective, years on, following the participants maintained the benefits which is a very key thing because a lot of people go through therapies they go through cbt and they come back and they end up you know um experiencing the symptoms of their illness in other words the benefits are not as sustained but what makes it that you know when we use scriptures it is so the the benefits of cbt are sustained for longer Hmm, that's a good question from my observation, I think it is because when you use scriptures which you believe, your core beliefs are rooted in your Christian faith. And your faith is, operates at a higher level of your thinking. So if you're using materials from the realms of your core beliefs, which links towards scriptures, the benefits will be sustained for longer. How? Good one. <laughs> How, you may ask me. Good one. I would dare say that even in early psychotic states, we have discovered that the word of God comes in helpful. I have experienced this firsthand and I'm so delighted that at last in the 21st century, science is coming full circle to embrace, place the position the word of God has right in the center of every human existence. So the Christian CBT as practiced in the mind workout gym is simply a model of bringing about effective change at thought levels in the human mind. Transforming the thoughts, the feelings, and the emotions, as well as attitudes and behavior by engaging the word of God. This is by far a non-medical approach, but promising with less risks and obvious benefits if we can avoid the jargon of the day of political correctness. Yes, political correctness. A spiritual model is an important dimension that we can no longer shy away from. The validation of this model lies in the many testimonials of people who have experienced change all over the world. Change on the personal level, change within the family level, change at the workplace, change in relationships across the world. wow the word of God and other Christian faith principles such as the power of forgiveness the use of prayers the use of praise the use of you know uh, coming to the Lord's table and breaking bread these are core things that we use in uh, in the mind workout gym I dare to also add that even though I have trained as, uh, as, as, a, as a psychiatrist, primarily, I, came, I became a believer in Christ Jesus by believing on the Word of God. And I'm not ashamed to declare this, I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is a power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentiles. The good, this good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. We must have belief that the Word of God has the ability to bring about the change that we desire. So as the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. And what kind of life are we talking about here? Life that is abundant. That's what John chapter 10 and verse 10b says. It says, Jesus said, I have come that ye may have life and have life more abundantly. So the scripture I quoted earlier was from Romans chapter 1 and from verse 16 to 17 from the New Living Translation version. It's news, I'm most proud to proclaim this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts in him, starting with the Jews and then right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith, confirming what scripture has said all along. The person in right standing before God, by trusting him, really lives, Romans chapter one from verse 16 to 17. I'm kind of mindful of the time, there's so much for us to chew on today. So in summary, we've talked about CBT being a proven psychological intervention that explores the here and now. And also it's a structured intervention that explores how The thoughts we bear in our minds influence our feelings, then influence our emotions, influence our attitudes, and then our behavior. And how we can capture our thoughts. The scriptures describe capturing the thoughts. At every level we describe the various levels by which we have thoughts, and how we can use scripture at each level to transform thoughts, thereabout, bringing about more positive and healthy thoughts for our everyday living. I hope you have been able to benefit from today, but I will wait to hear from you, any questions you may have. And if you do want to know more about these things we've described today, do get a copy of my latest book, which is Embracing Change Painlessly. Maximizing the Mind, Engaging God's Word. I'll see you next time. Take care and God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Mind Workout Jeep. Make sure to visit our website at www.edgetobalanceliving.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes. So you'll never miss a show again. You can also follow us on social media at The Mind Workout Gym on Facebook and our YouTube channel The Mind Workout Gym. Thank you for listening and see you in a fortnight.